Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There have been some truly incredible moments in Doctor Who's history that have managed to make the viewer gasp, cheer, and cry, often at the same time. Regenerations into new personas, the revelation that the Doctor was a Time Lord, Rose being trapped on a parallel Earth, the first return of the Master, yeah. Who fans have been spoiled for epic moments. Unfortunately, however, some of these moments have proved a little too big for the head writers to go along with, chickening out on their own bold decisions so as not to offend their fanbase. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 great Doctor Who moments that the writers chickened out of. 10. Killing off the Daleks for good The Daleks are synonymous with Doctor Who as much as the TARDIS and the Doctor's need for travelling companions. Even in their original 1963 form, their metallic exterior and matching personalities always caused one to shudder. But it was the Russell T Davies era of Doctor Who that was outstanding in making the Daleks the villainous threat they had once been, making them the seemingly undefeatable foe we always remembered. The story arc for the creatures from Scarrow was enjoyable and fitted nicely into a coherent timeline. The decision to bring about the Daleks' ultimate destruction at the hands of the Doctor Donna at the end of the fourth season was a huge moment, with the Metacrisis Doctor's decision to commit genocide one with significant implications. The episode was a fitting end to the once great villain, while also bringing to a close the outstanding Time War arc. Then Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat came along and undid all the good work. While the return of the Daleks from their own extermination might have been justifiable, with decent scripting, there is basically no justification given for how they survived or managed to return. The fact they returned looking like M&Ms just rubbed salt into the wounds. 9. The Second Doctor Forgets His Companions The concluding moments of Patrick Troughton's reign as the Doctor were a real game-changer for the show, with the revelation that he was a Time Lord being a big moment. While his exile to planet Earth was a fair enough punishment for deserting Gallifrey, the decision by the Time Lords to wipe his memory of his current companions proved an effective tug of the heartstrings for us viewers. Troughton's return in special episodes The Three Doctors and The Five Doctors in 1973 and 1983 respectively paid tribute to the second incarnation without undoing this powerful finale. The same cannot be said for the 1985 The Two Doctors, which not only wastes Troughton's return, but also undoes the sad but genuine end of his original tenure. Honestly, The Second Doctor's return is cringeworthy, with Troughton forced to play the role of a brainwashed idiot for the majority of the episode. It's a poor decision and a shocking final episode for such an integral actor of the show. 
8. Tennant's Doctor Becomes a Narcissist While there is some debate as to who is the actor best suited to play the Doctor, there is little doubt that David Tennant was one of the greatest. There was no better example of this than during the outstanding special episode, The Waters of Mars, in which we see the Doctor transform from charismatic hero to narcissistic madman. Unfortunately, this decision to add some light and shade into the Doctor was soon glossed over, with the Time Lord resorting to the nice guy persona a little too easily in his final episode, the end of time. The episode was all set up for Tennant's Doctor to continue to go too far, but the fairy floss ending was a waste of a great opportunity to utilize the Scotsman's amazing acting ability one last time. 7. All Humans Know About Aliens While some issues with the show are specific to certain episodes or seasons, this one is an issue that resonates throughout the show's history. With so many invasions of Earth, how could anyone possibly forget that aliens exist? The Doctor was even based on Earth for a large period of time, and encountered alien threats every week. The writers for the then-rebooted series could argue that sensible continuity on this issue doesn't apply to them, but considering they have brought characters and storylines back from the original series, it's a difficult case to make. Even within the New Who timelines, the forgetful nature of humankind is quite remarkable. It's a low-level but constant irritation. Damn you daft, there's no such thing as aliens. And while the Doctor's identity should always be a secret to the new companions he encounters, having the new travellers in the TARDIS unaware of any previous alien activity just makes them look stupid. 6. Clara leaves the Doctor and then returns. Again, and again. There are a number of people who are quite mean about Clara Oswald, a chirpy and three-dimensional companion who was, quite frankly, a sheer delight. Clara regularly stood up to the Doctor, refusing to have her life dictated to while challenging the Time Lord when his moral compass became a little misguided. The major issue many had with Clara wasn't the performance or even her character, but head writer Stephen Moffat's awful plotting of her story arc. Apart from the stupid leaf metaphor that added nothing to her story despite being constantly referenced, the biggest issue was how many times she would decide to leave the Doctor, only to change her mind and come sulking back. The most egregious example of this is in the Kill the Moon episode, where Coleman delivers a powerful speech outlining why she no longer wishes to be alongside someone who would willingly put her life in danger. It's a big moment and a great way to wrap up her character arc, until she changes her mind one episode later. 5. The Master Actually Dying This one is another repeat offender, although some showrunners have at least tried to explain how this hasn't actually occurred. The Master has always been a great adversary for our heroic but flawed frontman, but the continual fake-outs of them dying has only managed to cheapen their character and threat level overall. His reappearance in the David Tennant episode Utopia was brilliantly handled, but his death at the end of the three-part finale looked Final. His reincarnation for the finale of the Tenant era was a little far-fetched, and while John Sim was great as always, the constant rebirths of the villain were already becoming tired. The continuing deaths and subsequent returns have only managed to cheapen any impact the Master has, with the writers inadvertently turning the character into a parody. 4. Perry is overtaken and killed by an alien Like many entries on this list, it is the inability to just let a character die that is a big weakness of the show. Doctor Who hit its lowest point during the Colin Baker era, with incoherent scripts and an unlikable Doctor leading the way. But the one positive of the show was the first American companion Perry, a strong persona forced to deal with the fluctuating mood changes of the Time Lord, while helping him overcome various alien challenges. While the trial of a Time Lord had numerous 
numerous issues, the handling of Perry's exit was the worst of them all. In what looked like a fascinating cliffhanger moment, Perry found her body taken over by the alien Kiv. The Doctor attempts to save his companion, but she sadly dies. Well, that is until she doesn't. In a dialogue blurted out at the end of the conclusion of the trial story, it's revealed that Perry actually survived and became the warrior queen consort to boot. The young woman, Miss Perpigillian Brown, is alive and well. This might actually have worked if we saw it occurring, but just having it thrown in as a piece of exposition was one of the worst moments in the show's history. 3. Bill turning into a Cyberman Of all the heart-wrenching moments in the show's history, the moment when companion Bill Potts realizes she has been converted into a Cyberman is utterly shocking. By far the best part of Series 10, Pearl Mackey brought life to the character of Bill in spite of her being relatively underdeveloped, something that could have failed in other hands. In the first episode of the two-part finale for the Capaldi reign, the seemingly impossible happens when Bill receives fatal wounds, but she is instead turned into a prototype for the epic Doctor Who villain, a Cyberman, a fate quite literally worse than death. But in a weak piece of writing from showrunner Stephen Moffat, Bill's fate is retconned by the conclusion of the second part of the finale. While keeping her alive was poor enough, the manner in which she remains alive is a travesty for such a likeable character, by turning into water or rocket fuel or something. Even this conclusion is largely retconned in a future episode, with the memories of Bill popping by to say goodbye to Capaldi's Doctor in the 2017 Christmas special. 2. Clara's Death the actual death of Clara in Face the Raven is well executed, with Clara becoming a little too clever for her own good, despite pure intentions, before being executed by the Raven. Not only was Clara's death a clever and fitting farewell to the character, it was also a brilliant insight into the grieving process, and an illuminating exploration of the meaning of life. At least it was, until Moffat undoes all his good work. The following episode, Heaven Sent, is one of the greatest Who episodes of all time, and it's so because it deals with with the Doctor coming to terms with the loss of his friend. That is until Clara turns up the following week in a TARDIS that looks like a restaurant before seemingly living as long as she wants, despite having no heartbeat. It's a bonkers and heartless conclusion for the character that criminally undoes all the good work of the previous two episodes. 1. The Doctor Becoming a Woman, 30 Years Before It Actually Happened Of all the entries on this list, this one is retrospectively the toughest to deal with, as it was a non-decision that may have contributed to the long hiatus that the show endured. In 1987, Sidney Newman proposed to Michael Grade, BBC One controller at the time, to cast a woman as the Doctor in a semi-reboot of the show. The decision in hindsight was completely necessary, as the Colin Baker era had ended in a right royal mess, and the threat of the show being axed seemed a matter of when rather than if. Instead, the BBC went with the safe option of Sylvester McCoy. The show's quality improved slightly and McCoy was perfectly fine in the role, but the lack of interest from non-Who enthusiasts quickly spelt the end. The classic series never recovered from the end of the Tom Baker era and just needed something new and exciting to get viewers engaged again. Sure, it's all very easy in hindsight to perfonticate on what might have been, but I'm a YouTube critic, that's literally all I do. And it sure looks like that this is one non-decision that the BBC would deeply regret. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.